I'm the puppy. And I'm the possum. And this is our animated series. everybody. Yeah. Uh, we're starting our actual first episode of our mission here of doing animated series and we're doing them by studio and so we obviously You mean animated movies. Animated movies. Which I, animated I series. series. This is an animated series. It's not. And these are animated movies. Yes. So we are doing animated movies by studio and we figured it would be best to start with sort of the animation studio as in Disney. Disney. So, um, Tanner is here with me again. He still has a nasal polyp. We're working on it. So there you go. So if you hear noises there, so that's if you what hear tribble noises, it's Tanner the cat. Um, I mean and on the my tribble. end. There you go. And on my end, uh, they're building a house next door to my apartment. So if you hear hammering and or nailing or occasionally loud mariachi music, that's what that is. Are they gentrifying like, the area? Yeah, it, the the stuff behind going that's being built is real fancy. I mean, it makes our apartment complex look really sad because yeah, gentrification is a bad thing. Yeah. So, but that's there okay. You go. Okay, that's not what this podcast is about. All right, so this podcast is instead about this movie that we watched. I was about to say the year it came out, but I don't know because I didn't do any research. Well, I did. A, so this is the fun part. I did a ton of research. Uh, Bo took so many notes. See, I watched the movie and like barely took any notes whatsoever. Whereas Bo has. I took six notes pages. on everything that happened. Six pages. Six pages. Yes. So do we want to talk about the movie? Let's talk about the movie. A 1937 Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Okay. So do you want to jump right in with the questions? Sure. All right. Question one. Who was your favorite character? So I've given this some thought, and uh, I have to go with I, I. None of I'm not wild, wild about any of these characters, but I have to kind of go with the queen. I think because she's just the most interesting to me. Okay, I said Snow for the first half of the movie. Yeah, before she like when's the cutoff? The cutoff is silly song probably. Yeah, because from city. Okay, she's cute. I, 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 she comes back during the scene with the queen. Right. But for Silly Song and, and some the end, and all, that. all she does is smile yeah. and nod and be right. pretty. And she doesn't have gotcha. any personality, in my opinion. But for the rest of the movie, I was really surprised by how sw- I actually liked her a lot. And she kind of messes with Grumpy and it makes me feel happy. Yeah, I love how she can control... Uh, an entire room of dwarves. Like, she's 14 years old. Yep. And the fact that she, like, she immediately comes in and has and whips those dwarves into shape, which is kind of awesome. I think I liked the whole movie better when I was thinking of them, her and the dwarves as a house full of kids instead of what I had always thought before, which is a mom and seven kids. Yeah. They're not It kids. helped me to think of her as a kid, too. Yeah. They act like kids, though. They're kids. 
Um, and I think I had always thought of them that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, this didn't change that at all. But it helped me to think of her as a kid, mm-hmm. too. Which makes the ending more uncomfortable, but that's okay. Yeah. He's 18. Ew! Yeah. And he looks 18. And she, her face looks 14. Mm-hmm. They obviously didn't reference a 14-year-old dancer. But, yeah, I, I was uncomfortable. I was... A bit weird. I I have written down like five times in my notes. How old is she? Yeah. Because and and I liked it. A, I it it didn't make me as uncomfortable as I thought it would make me. Uh, but it's it's weird. Mm-hmm. And it's the whole movie. It doesn't spoon feed you a lot. You have to. Yeah, there's very little backstory. There were a lot of things that were like, well, this doesn't really make sense. But if you think about it this way, then it does make sense. Yeah. So, like for example. The scene where she's scared in the woods. Mm-hmm. I was watching it going, is she nine? Why is she so scared? But if she's never been out of the castle before, then it makes perfect and sense. And also she has a little bit of, I would imagine, sort of a, I mean, she just learned that someone was going to kill her. That, yes. That will. And it's weird considering the way the queen looks, speaks, and acts that she never, did they never speak before that moment? Well, I guess, I guess if she's supposed to be really innocent, then it makes sense that she wouldn't know beforehand that the queen had some kind of ill design. Yeah, her, I mean, especially but... since the queen made her dress in rags and do chores. Okay, follow up question then. Where did she get her very fancy going out I know, I, th- I literally, when they changed it, I was like, it's nice that, you know, when they let her leave the castle, they put her in a nice gown. Uh, <laughs> like, you could explain it, that it away in any number of ways, but they don't. Hand-me-downs? I, I, my theory would be either the queen's trying to keep up appearances. Yeah, I imagine. That would be and guess. doesn't want anybody to know, outside the castle to know that she makes Snow White dress in rags, especially because they all know who the princess is. Yeah. Or B, somebody was like, well, it's her last outing. We may as well let her wear something nice. Yeah. Both of those are totally plausible. plausible. But I do, I didn't as a kid. As a grown-up, I do really like her outfit. Mm -hmm. It's very cute. There you go. Her rags are also not bad. They've got like a cute collar. Yeah. And like a cute top. They're not, like the skirt's a little torn, but I'd wear that. Okay, who's your... Okay, do you want to move on? Sure. Least favorite character? Uh, I was going to say the prince, but it's just there's so little of him to uh, to say. Uh, I bet you can guess what you're I You're going to say Grumpy. Put. No, Grumpy's my... I almost put Grumpy my as favorite. my favorite. I know, I, I like him too. Uh, I like him a lot. I, I'm not wild... It's just so controversial, but I'm not wild about Dopey. Dopey might be my least favorite. Character. Dopey is what I put as my least favorite. Yeah. Dopey was grading every second. A, annoying every second he was on screen. And B, am I supposed to like him? Yeah. None of the other dwarves like right, him. Right, right. No, people love Dopey. Clearly Snow likes him, but Snow likes everybody. Right. I used to love him as a kid. He worked on me as a kid. Right. As a grown-up, I did not like him. Same. And none of the other dwarves liked him no. either. Um, The one that surprised me, my favorite dwarf might have been Sneezy. Interesting. I, I don't know why, but on this particular rewatch, I just really liked Sneezy. He was really funny. It well, helped. you are Sneezy, uh, so that, that is makes true. sense. It helped that the, the voice actor who played him uh, was famous for sneezing. That was his gag. He was a comedian, <laughs> and it was a gag. And I... I read one place that said that Disney like wrote the part for him, and the other part 
another one said that he learned that, that there was a character named Sneezy and like called Disney up and auditioned with his sneeze and Disney immediately gave him the part. So Okay, both are, both nice. are nice. His name is uh Billy Gilbert. And he was famous okay. for sneezing. I'd never heard of him. Yeah. Uh yeah. So Sneezy was great. There's a story about uh, Dopey was not named till the last possible second. He was also originally supposed to talk, but uh, at the last moment they decided to keep him silent, which I think ultimately was a good choice. As much as absolutely, as much as Dopey is grading, uh, it's a much better choice to have him silent. Uh, there's a story. One hundred percent. There's a story that they thought the a, the animators were worried the name was too modern, that Dopey was too modern a word for the time period, <laughs> uh, and Walt apparently claimed that Shakespeare used it. And that was his argument. He doesn't, though, I know, right? I don't think so. I don't think anyone's actually found Dopey in Shakespeare, but uh, he won over all his animators by saying that. So, All right. All right. Voice uh, acting overall. Voice acting overall. So, Unless you want to keep talking about Dopey. No, I was going to say, one other thing I was going to say was that apparently uh, there was uh, one of the potential names was Snoopy. And uh, if that had happened, <laughs> if that had happened, Charles Schultz said that he was glad it didn't happen because Snoopy probably wouldn't be named Snoopy if it if he was one of the Seven Dwarfs. So that's nope. narrowly avoided there. Uh, narrowly avoided. So on to voice actors. Um, voice acting. Voice overall. acting overall. Uh, the Dwarfs are fun. Uh, the Queen's great. Apparently, uh, her name is uh, Lucille Laverne. Apparently, she got the difference between the regular voice and the hag voice by taking out her false teeth. Oh, my God. That's amazing. That the best? Oh, I love her so much. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a story that was I read in several places. Because that was the first thing. Some of these ones, like the, the dopey story, the upholstery story, uh, all of those uh, were like from one source. The teeth was everywhere. So Good. that one is that fills me with joy. Accurate. Uh, the actress. I have a question. Yes. Is Snow White's voice supposed to sound like that? Did they like that? Yes. Okay. It's the squeakiness I can get behind. The weird vibrato. Is it supposed to be there or is it yes. a recording? No, thing? that's supposed to be there. Uh, the that voice actress is Adriana Casalotti because it was the first movie. Uh, this is one of those. This is a thing that Walt did that I'm not proud of Walt for. Uh, he didn't allow her to act uh, in any other films. Uh, she was the voice of Snow White, and that was all. She she got to do oh, some... Oh, that sucks. She got to do some operetta stuff, like stage stuff later in her life, but she was not allowed to... Some people asked if she could come voice things, and uh, Disney said no because he wanted to preserve the integrity of Snow White's voice. So she... First of all, fuck you. Yeah. Second of all, did she know going in yes, that that was going to happen? And actually, they... Apparently, she was... She ultimately was okay with that. She was very proud of being Snow White. I mean, it was the the movie for years and years and years. It was this right. So she was very proud of that fact, and she did a lot of she, she got to she got to perform if she was Snow White. So she did a thing with Julie Andrews where she sang all the Snow White songs. She lived till she was like ninety seven years old. The woman lived forever. Um, she got to do one line in another film, which is The Wizard of Oz, which was inspired apparently by a. Uh, by Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Uh, so that's a reference for you what in terms line? of color. She's, uh, she's the wherefore art thou Romeo in the song uh, with the Tin Man. That is her. Okay, weird and creepy. Uh-huh. And then she's and she's uncredited in that. And she's also uncredited. She's apparently the background singer in the bar in It's a Wonderful Life. 
very weird. Yeah, so I have to watch both those movies now just to see if I can catch her. But uh, she apparently did not hold any animosity. I remember the wherefore out though Romeo and thinking it was weird as hell. Yeah, that's her. Uh, apparently she did not hold any animosity towards uh, towards Walt, and she was the first woman named Disney Legend and the like the Disney Legend Hall of Fame kind of thing. So hmm. uh, she and she got to like she said she got to do a bunch of stuff as as. Uh, like in the and does and her stuff. voice just sound like that? I think so. She was 19 when she did the part. Uh, there was an actress who was 14 who's, who became famous later on. I don't remember her name. But she, her voice was apparently considered too mature to play the part. So Creepy. to answer your question, yes, it was supposed to be like the way it was. So there you go. That's the only uh, notes I have on the voice actors. But um, Any word on why they made her 14? That was just the age that Walt wanted. He wanted the innocence of that age. I guess there's a really interesting uh-huh. YouTube video. Um, we have a YouTube channel. Uh, there's nothing off. We haven't posted anything on it, but all videos I'm using for research are in a playlist called Disney History. So if anyone, um, okay, I will potentially provide a link to that. And if, so, if anyone wants to watch any videos on, uh, I, again, I will post stuff about the books I use for research. But uh, you can go watch them. And uh, the reason I was going to mention that. But they, t- oh, there's a woman, that's what it was. There's a girl who did an, anal- she, it's called The History of, of Snow White, and she did a thing where she wanted, she talks about all the Disney princesses in context of their historical context. So she talks a lot about how during this era, uh, the ideal woman was, of course, the stay-at-home housewife. Uh, yes. And stuff. So she does a big analyzing of this movie in terms of, um, and I didn't, agree agree with her but the the video is very interesting and so you can watch it and make your own opinions i will say that i think the last time i watched this i didn't like how snow establishes herself as the cooker and cleaner mm-hmm. but it's a, another thing where you can tell yourself if she was required to do chores at the castle then that's what she's good at right and what she is comfortable doing and there's, it's, the queen wasn't teaching her to be a ruler, so. Yep. So there you go. Yeah. So yeah, uh, the prince was supposed to have a much bigger role in the movie, but he turned out to be so hard to animate that they only had him at the beginning and the end. There's supposed to be a whole sequence where he. Uh, do you know what I think? What? He shouldn't have fucking been in the movie. Been in it at all? Nope. No romance. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, she, it doesn't feel natural at all to me whenever, like. She clearly has things she cares about, and they could have leaned into that more and not done the romance thing is how I feel. Now, obviously, it's they needed some degree of romance because they had to give her true love's first right. kiss. Well, so of course, in they the, were sort of boxed yeah, in. We'll, we'll get to that in adaptation question. But uh, but yeah, they the, originally the queen was supposed to... It basically... Uh, so Sleeping Beauty, it turns out, is all the ideas they had to discard from... Uh, sleep from Snow White. Okay, good. So the I like that. Yeah, so the the part where he she's dancing with the birds that was originally in the Snow White, except for Snow White had made a prince out of uh out of buckets and mops and was dancing with him. Uh, and then uh, apparently the king uh, the queen was going to kidnap the prince and lock him in a dungeon and and enchant a bunch of skeletons to like dance and torture him. Uh, so basically the part where the prince is you know. They do the whole Maleficent right. taunting. That was also supposed to be in Snow White. So they got to reuse them in, in Sleeping Beauty, but they were originally supposed to be in Snow White. I think it's really 
now that you've said it, now that now that you've said that it was really hard for them to animate the prince, maybe that's why it felt like they didn't want him to be there. Yeah. Uh, but it did, and so it felt unnatural every yeah. time they brought him up. Yeah. Okay, best moment. I love. So I know they super creep you out, but I love both uh, magic scenes with the queen, with the potion to turn her into a hag, and the the apple. Really yeah, I know. But they, I love those moments. Those are my favorite moments. Again, the queen, the, I find the queen to be most fascinating in this movie. So I think it's kind. I think they didn't fully resolve the disconnect between a gag movie and a cabinet of Caligari movie. Yeah. And so it's kind of weird to switch from one to the other. So that's what I was thinking when I saw those scenes. My favorite part was the part where she's in the forest right after the animals come out. Oh, yeah. I can't live in a burrow like you do. That is a pretty cute part. I fucking loved all the animals in this movie. Oh, the deer. The forest animals were so fucking cute. And I loved the the bunnies. And I love all the little birdie. The little birdie. But he finds his family. And he's crying. And he finds his family. I loved Um, it. The the part where they're all coming into the the dwarf's hut for the first time, I never noticed the bunnies, but the bunnies are basically just little balls with heads. And I was just like, they're so precious. The bunnies bunnies are so precious. I love them. So are you good on best moment? Yeah, so we can do worst. Okay, yeah, so worst moment. I just can't with the... So honestly, the, uh, the moments I find most annoying are dwarf moments obviously yes um, obviously i again dopey and the soap just bugs the hell dopey and the soap did not did not uh, affect me that badly the because the thing about it is i i like the fact i like the them grabbing grumpy so i can't say that scene I is my do, least favorite very much i love that part where they grab grumpy and they make it they force him that part's hilarious to me uh, but the, the, I, I don't like that it's intercut with the, 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 the soap because I'm just, the soap feels so unnecessary. Uh, I found the, I didn't hate it, but I found the part where they're all showing them all sleeping to be boring. Okay. I, I, I have written down in my six pages of notes. That really is what sleeping on the floor be like, yeah, though. That, I mean, fair, so, fair. Uh, so that's what I was thinking. Fair enough. I, I don't know why that that i just found that i was just like yeah 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 get back to the See, story on a related note i found when they first are investigating the house when they don't they know she's in there but they don't know what she is to be just too long yeah though i like the birds messing with them i i like that, that part's too great, but i agree with the rest of that that made me i think i wrote that down as something that made me really happy was the birds messing with them yeah i love that part um no but no i agree with you the them investigating part is long i don't i like all the parts with the the jewels where they're establishing them with working that yes. part i like and i like the whole hi-ho hi-ho is great uh i have written down oh boy here comes the soap this movie hangs a lot on my tolerance of dopey yeah, yeah but the whole dopey climbing up part and all that is just like ugh. um and it's so clear that they all hate dopey yeah. <laughs> they're uh, all going well silly, i mean worst case she kills dopey and no problem silly, there silly song tries on me too silly song just feels Yes, silly long. song, no. It's just long. Like, the actual song part itself is fun. And I don't mind the fly, because the fly is cute. And the fly is a reoccurring The fly, bag. once he goes to sleep, is cute. During silly song, I found him yeah. annoying. I like the organ, though. I always found the organ The fun. organ is cool. I wrote down, I want to know more about everyone. Yeah. 
I want to know more about the magic mirror. I want to know more about Snow's relationship with the queen and why she didn't before this time know that the queen was out to get her. I want to know where the prince is from and also who he is as a person. And most of all, I want to know why these dwarves who care about digging and don't clean, that's the only information we're given about them, yet they have this really weird, fancy organ. Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mm. Also, but you explained it, wanted to know when she dies, why they suddenly have a full-size bed for her. But apparently they made one. Yeah. No, the the making a bed was a scene that they did. Um, though it was actually supposed to be a goofy scene. It was supposed to be them making a fun bed for her. But yeah, it they would then use it as part of her coffin. That would have been really cool if they'd done a goofy scene of them making the bed and then what they ended up using that bed for was the coffin that would have been yeah i think i just and some of the pictures from that scene look really cool but it would have been it would have been testing my patience kind of scene because it was yes for sure it would have been more dwarves and um yeah so uh but that was what they were used to i mean those the, the dwarves are as close to cartoon like the cartoons of the day that you can get which yes. is, that's the big thing about this movie is that the innovations of the humans are is why it's so incredible because no one had realistic right. humans at that point. So, but that was what was a gamble, right. and it, yeah, so it makes sense yeah. that yeah. Okay, uh, is it a good or a bad adaptation? So uh, they change. So in the original story, there's no true love's kiss. Uh, it's the apple in her throat dislodge thing and that's the actual right and they like bump the yeah. coffin and it so dislodges the, the is, so they didn't need the goddamn prince well, no, so the prince is the one who's supposed to he's supposed to come back he comes back and he's like oh this woman's really it, the, the original story the prince doesn't show and, up uh, at so, all yeah i know movie. i'll he, take her yeah he just i'll take her i'll take her thing yeah she looks really pretty i want to look at her all the time so like they pick up the coffin but then it like slips and the apple gets dislodged and she comes back to life, and the prince goes, "Oh, damn!" Nope. He goes, "Yeah, you're my queen anyway." Now. Uh, uh, so like, I'm okay if you could with- just lay there as much as possible. <laughs> I'm okay with the. I I like that they added. Well, they weren't the first ones, but the, I like that the adaptations were. They added the prince at the beginning, coming in, and they sort of at least get to meet. Uh, I mean, it's not much of a meeting, but I I prefer that to just the. F- I'm going to carry off a pretty. Woman I wish in the they'd given the meeting the meeting a few more rewrites because she talks about it like it was a big deal and it so wasn't. Well, originally there was a whole scene and she was really coy and then so they cut some of the coyness because they wanted her to be more innocent but then also, uh, again, Prince was hard to animate. So... (laughs) I wish if they'd gone with she's innocent and she's not, you know, old-timey innocent where she's not allowed to show interest in the guy, then someday my prince will come doesn't make any sense. Yes. Which is the feeling that I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. If the whole deal is she's, you know, not allowed to show interest, she has a whole song where she shows interest. Yeah. So I think it's a fine adaptation. It doesn't say anything new about the story, but it doesn't have to because it's no. basically the uh, first one. I'm okay with the fact that they cut out the other two times, too. They had them in the script originally, yeah. but they, for time, cut out. I'm like, um, that's fair. I'm okay with that because as soon as it's really, it would be really hard to show though. You'd have to do a lot of work to show those without making Snow White just dumb as a brick. Yeah. And it takes away from the spookiness of having her and the queen interact yeah, that, for the first oh, time. That's, so, that, scene is, that scene is so scary. Oh, it's so scary. scary. So She's good. so scary. I know, it's so good. That, that Actually, that's probably my favorite scene because it's just so well done in terms of tension. That I did, I, it is really good and it's really yeah, scary. It's just such a great tension scene. The music is so good there and the tension of just 
and the animals freaking out and I mean the animals freaking out with the yeah. deer is a little funny. All of a sudden there's a lot more deer than there were before. <laughs> also, did you notice the magic disappearing lantern? No, I did not. So when they're when they're all walking together, uh Doc has the red lantern and he goes he basically turns around so the lantern goes behind his body and then it it, it does not exist after that. He suddenly has He both put it hands in his free. pocket like Freddy Fish. Exactly. <laughs> That was the first mistake I noticed. I was like, oh, there with the lantern. It's gone now. Okay. What surprised you? Uh, the, okay, so the soap saw scene was not as bad as I remembered. It was still bad, but it wasn't as bad as I remembered. Um, okay, good. My surprising thing was that I actually really liked Snow White. Yeah. And I remember being nothing but annoyed by her last time right. I watched it. But she was really cute. Uh, I really liked it. It was a little harder to be surprised because I had spent so much time doing research that I was watching less for characters and more for all the cool techniques I had just learned about. You know, the scenes like where they it zooms out, like when they're doing whistle while you work and the cleaning and zooming out. That effect was a they mm-hmm. built a they built basically this big sort of laddery looking thing where they could put uh, the cell layers on different layers and then the camera could Ooh. zoom in. And so it looked at it was added depth. So that's what's happening is the character is the camera. Is okay, that's out. very interesting. Yeah, so that's super cool. And I it has a name, but I uh oh yeah, the multiplane camera. Uh Bill Garrity's the inventor cool. of that. But they built invented it for this movie. And they used it they used it on one silly symphony as a test run, and it worked really well on that one, the old mill, I think. Uh but it was basically made for this movie. They just tested it on a silly symphony first. So because they were still making silly okay. symphonies and Mickey while also making Snow White. Right. So. All right. Favorite song? Uh, I fucking loved Whistle While You Work. Whistle I while thought you work Whistle is, While You Work was cute as hell. It's uh, Whistle While You Work is great. And I actually was, so that's another surprising thing, I guess, for me, is the the um, song she's singing to the animals during your favorite scene, which I'm suddenly blanking on. That song didn't, I actually liked that song. With a smile and a song. That's. Oh, yes. With a smile. I couldn't really understand what she was saying. Mm -hmm. Fair. I had really a lot of trouble understanding the prince at the beginning. Yeah, the one song. Yeah, anytime I've ever tried to sing Yeah, I know. I I mean, who cares? But also, what is he saying? Uh, Least favorite song. Is definitely Someday My Prince Will Come. Yep, absolutely. Obviously, it bothered Uh, me for I feel character reasons. But also, ugh. That though it was shorter than I remembered it being. I remember it being interminable as a kid, but it was shorter than I remembered, which was a surprise, sort of. But uh, but still, yes, not great. Okay, uh, memories from childhood. I don't have as Dopey worked on me as a kid. Dopey was yes, my favorite part as a kid, definitely. And nope. Uh, not now. No. Uh, I remember and. As a kid, the queen, the queen, the queen, God, as a kid, the queen was scary as fuck and she's still scary as fuck. Yeah. I don't, I don't have memories of the movie so much. I, the first toys I got when I was three years old, so my first childhood memory is my third birthday and the toys that I got that birthday were fi- the Snow White and the Seven Doors figurines. That's what they were. Hmm. Uh, it was the entire cast. I had the prince and I had Snow White and I had all the dwarves. I don't think. Did they get put in the restaurant toys? Yep. They did. Okay, yes. Uh, I don't think it had the queen or the huntsman in it, but it had Snow White and the prince and all the dwarves. So, so there you go. I, that's that's my biggest recollection from this one as a childhood memory. Okay, uh, animation style. From an, out, uh, an uninformed point of view. 
Um, obviously, it's like impressive and all that stuff. But first of all, it there there's parts where it's really obvious what was have. Okay, listen, I'm an artist, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the problem I'm having now is that it's really hard to switch between a referenced style and a cartoony style. And this movie has that problem. Yeah, that some of it it's like one shot, like especially when. Snow White is dancing mm-hmm. in during Silly Song. She's so like I don't know if she's rotoscoped, but she's definitely very heavily referen- reverent referenced. Yeah, and everything else is not. It's There's, like cartoony and natural, and so it's very awkward. Yeah, the looking. the the really weird one for me was that that final scene where the dwarves are so happy and they're so jittery, and then her and the prince are super smooth. <laughs> yes. And like, Yes. This is a weird disconnect. I was busy thinking, oh, so she... uh, I was busy thinking other thoughts at that point. Something cool that I learned, though, about this is the lightning, how they did the lightning in the the big climactic scene. Uh, They would draw black and white uh, silhouettes of the characters, and then they would alternate them for, like, a couple of frames. And that's how they did the lightning, was that they would would alternate them with uh, with the color. So I thought that was cool. Um, Also, this was a special effect that was fun. Um... So Snow White and the Queen have actual rouge on their cheeks. Um, that the inkers and oh, painters, yes, I've heard about that. painters added after the fact because they're like, "We're women, we got this," and they would make them pretty that way, which was kind of fun. I did. So I know why. I know it's because they painted the background first, and then that part didn't move, and then they moved the cells on top yeah. of it. But especially. When the queen sits down in her throne and her throne is fancy as fuck and it's gorgeous and it has like peacock feathers on it or something. And then she takes out the box for Snow White's heart and it's so fucking simple looking. And it's like clearly supposed to be pretty and decorated. And I know it's because that has to move and so you don't want to draw something pretty and complex up 10 billion times. But it's so like tone the backgrounds down then maybe if you're going (laughs) to. If you're going to do that is how I feel. So it's that is kind of throughout the whole movie, but especially in that one scene because the throne, I was like, ooh, damn, that's a throne. And then she takes out the box and it's like, oh, damn, that's a (laughs) box. Uh, So poor Wolfgang Beetherman. He's the guy who did the magic mirror. He like nine tries to get that face right. Um, He finally got it right by doing he would draw half the face and then fold the paper in half and then trace the other half. Uh, And then he found out after the fact that there was smoke and fire in front of it and they used glass panes to like make it. And so he was he was so dismayed. Poor guy. He's like, I did all this work. Poor guy. I'm like, dude, you still did a great job. It's awesome. Yeah. I want to know more about the magic mirror. And the fact that she calls him slave within the magic know, mirror, right? which implies to me that he has some kind of consciousness. Yep. There's, uh, there's anyway. an old podcast called The Rotoscope, uh, done by the Rotoscopers. That's Animation Addicts, and they were they were uh, they were positing the theory that uh, the magic mirror is the same mirror in all the rest of the mirrors. So, like the Beast's mirror that shows uh, shows Ooh, hello, Belle, and that also it's the mirror that like John you. Uh, uh, King John uses in uh, Robin Hood. I mean, there's no actual backing for that, but of course it's a not. Fun theory. Uh, I had questions. So, okay, this doesn't fit into any of the questions, but I want to complain about it. Okay. Um. So they see Snow White sleeping, 
when they say it it's it's huge it takes up three beds which says to me they've never seen a human before true enough then she says well i'm snow white and they go the princess i know know. pick one of those well someone want someone once said that they wondered if the 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 um jewels that they were pulling from the ground uh didn't go to the queen and they're like why are they doing all these jewels and i'm like they literally say in the song they don't know why it's yeah they don't know what they dig them in for. the song so it's because they're Which, dwarves i love that song too uh we dig 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 yep you and digging i swear to god i don't know why i'm an earth girl um that's why earth and water I thought it was really cute. Recently was really cute when they said, we've washed our hands. Oh, that's such a little oh, kid. That's why they're kids. Recently. That's such a little kid yeah. thing to do. Oh, recently. Yeah. I've done that. We've all done that's that. The, that's why, that's, that's that's that made me like them thing. all a lot Have better. Brush your teeth? Yes. yes. Tonight? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. They made me feel happy. I love them. Okay, back to questions. I think Doc annoyed me as a little kid, and I like Doc a lot more now as an adult. Yeah, I liked his speech impediment. I thought it was cute. I still don't really understand what Doc means as a name. He's just the one in charge. He was... He had some, like, Big Wiggy was a name of his at one point in time. Oh, no. So Doc Doc is good. We like the name Doc. Doc and Dopey, both good names. Okay. Scenery. Uh... Yeah, I have written down here. Anything painted is gorge. Yeah, no, the that cottage, uh, all those scenery shots where it's the cottage scenery, and the castle is gorgeous. On the inside, it's so dark and spooky and good and gorgeous. Yeah, it's beautiful. So, if it's painted, excellent. Yeah. And the forest. The, okay, as ratings. Creepy as the forest, as creepy as the forest scene is, it's also pretty, and kind of ingenious. Yes, it is. It's so has no power over me in terms of scariness because it's so not and didn't as a kid because i had seen ichabod crane spookier yeah it's too frenetic to be which is ten thousand times spookier yeah so yeah i think even as a kid i was like why is she so upset she should just stop running Mm -hmm. but at the same time Um, like i have been in those situations where you're like you're you get creeped out by something and then something sets you off and you just go it's like when Anne faints in the woods in Anne of Green Gables. I don't think that's ever happened that's to happened me because to me. I shut down emotionally when I'm upset yeah. instead of getting instead of getting worked up. No, like I, that. Mine, mine turns into I'm an exposed nerve and it's like everything gets yeah. 10 times worse. That's always my thing. Okay, ratings. Yes. Protagonist. I gave her a six. Yeah, I'd go with that. That's good. Uh, yeah, six, six seems about right. I gave the villain. What, a villain? I would do... Probably eight or nine. I love her. I gave her a seven. Yeah. I do. I have to say, as a kid, I was like, she's supposed to be the fairest in the land. Why isn't she hot? Um, I like that she, like, has pretty features and she just makes ugly faces. Yeah. The ugliness is Because from that's, like, real. Right. Yeah, that's cool. Um, she just doesn't have that m- I guess, you know, I'd give her a higher rating because I was thinking of her as pre-transformation queen oh. rather than both. Yeah, as both. That, that's the thing for me is that, like... As both, she's, she's like an she's eight. She's almost boring as the pre-transformation. When she turns into that hag, you're just like, yeah, so man. I think something went awry yeah, with man. that because her personality totally changes. I know. I think something went awry with that oh, transformation. But as the, as the old so hag, let's say, she's... she's you, yeah, I would say eight. 
So do you want to say eight? Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. Say eight. Say eight. Um, so overall, I mean, it's a, first I wrote down a six and then I changed it to seven. Yeah. The the hardest thing with this movie is it's hard. It's hard to divorce it from its history. So like with the history, I'd, I'd give it a seven or an eight. But like it just is a film in terms of the rest of Disney canon. I'm, I'm feeling six or seven. I would say seven. We'll say seven. We'll say seven. So enjoyment then. It's definitely a six on the enjoyment yeah, scale. Yeah, six. It, ha- it there's a lot of there was a lot of stuff I liked, but it has really major problems. Yeah, in terms of liking it, and it's okay. Yeah, it doesn't have a. So do you want to do? Okay, you can say it doesn't have. Uh, it's 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 pretty bare bones plot wise, and uh, yes, it. I would like. I would. I. This is one I would actually really like to see a Disney adaptation, live action adaptation of because. I would like yeah. to see how they would flesh it out more. I uh, think they should have gotten rid of the fucking prince. Um, so, uh, your overall thoughts on the movie? Uh, you it know was, mine. It yes. was good, but it shouldn't have had any romance in it. Yes. Uh, I this, should have been about found family instead. Sure, I, I'm, I'm down with that found familyness. Uh, I this this process was super fun for me because of learning all about the history the history just really it was so cool to learn about uh also especially because again i didn't know anything about animation so i'm gonna actually what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna post a mini-sode of uh yes i think that's a great idea i'm I'm gonna put in some of the history here because i think again concept is great but i'm gonna do a mini-sode on how i'm gonna do the part about cell animation and how it works as a mini-sode yeah because that doesn't really have anything directly to do with Snow White only. I think you and I enjoy things very differently and that you really want to know outside information about the thing and I quite don't and only care about the internal logic of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. I think we both, I think we we will make a good team because of that. Yeah, we learn stuff about each other. No, because love- you're going to be, well, well, this makes sense because of this, and I'm going to be like, well, it doesn't say that in the movie, so it doesn't count. Uh, yeah, I, I do a lot uh, of reading between the lines. and Well, this, that was how we learned how to read, was you would sound out words. Yep. Uh, you would sound out what was on the page, and I would use context clues to make up a sentence. Yep. <laughs> just who we are as humans. I will say that the... <sighs> I thought I was going to have, like, not to be that guy. I thought I was going to have feminism problems with this movie. Mm-hmm. I only, my only feminism problem was at the end when she just goes, okay, I'm his now, and just gets carried off and will, it seems like, never see the dwarves again. Yeah, I like to imagine their conversation on the horses they're riding away because they don't even know each other's names. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I mean, he knows her name because it's written on the side of her coffin, but here you go. But we don't even know his name, nope. so. So, uh, yeah. So I like to imagine that conversation as they're riding away. And you hope that they, you know, and dig up to the, it's, it's, it's one of the problems that, you know, again, then you just, so then you go into your other materials and you watch Mirror Mirror or Once Upon a Time and you make up stuff from there. Yeah. Or you just pretend that it doesn't end that way and he's not there. There you go. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing about the feminism side is that a lot of people get upset about like, oh, she's extolling the house virtue side. And, and that's the thing about feminism is that it's not about losing being a housewife. It's just that there can be house husbands, too. And that it's it should come. Well, down yeah. To, and that come down to personality. Being a housewife isn't 
the end yes. all be all and being a housewife that women- I, you can be a housewife you can be a housewife as long as you chose to be a housewife exactly and so which is why I like to think that, like, this is totally fucking fan fiction, but, like, there was a cook or something in the castle who was the one who taught Snow Because clearly yes. somebody taught Snow White not only how to cook and clean, but, like, the values that she has. Right. And it wasn't the queen, and the queen's the only per- person we see. Right. And we don't exactly. have any information about her parents. So I like to imagine it was, like, the castle cook, and so the way she conceptualizes giving love to people is cooking for them. Exactly. So, so that it, didn't bother me at that's all. That's the thing. That's the thing with the oh, movie. Oh, for never, fuck's sake! Is red coming? <laughs> I read. It's I'm the going cat. to eat you. I'm going to <laughs> open my mouth and swallow you whole. So expectations. All right. So yeah, we're and we're gonna end this episode with our expectations for Pinocchio. That's next week's movie, which is very Fucking, right. He's I'm, rubbing on the microphone. He has spider webs in his whiskers. <laughs> he got them on my glasses. <laughs> Why are you like this? I'm going to feed you to Snow White's queen. Put your heart in a box. (laughs) All right, so. This is what life is like here. Okay, expectations. Yeah, we're going to end the episode with our expectations for next time for Pinocchio. I always have to say it that way. Don't. Well, I have to say it that way because that's how I know how to spell it, right? That's not even how. It has two C's. That doesn't help you. It does actually help me. Pinocchio. Mm, Well, all right. Uh, I expect to like Jiminy Cricket. And be kind of annoyed by most of the rest of it. Yeah. My recollection is that the clock stuff is long. It's just too much time of clocks doing things. Also, I remember Monstro Monstro being terrifying. So we'll see how scary he, how much he holds up in terms of terror. Also, I remember Pleasure Island being unpleasant. So. I think Pinocchio must get in trouble. I think I didn't like to watch it. Yeah, well, he. I think he, he must get turned into a donkey. Yeah, but he. D- that's not the same as getting yelled at. So I don't know that that would have upset me. So I th- there was something about it that upset me as a child, but I don't remember what it was. So we'll see if Mine's, I remember. On a rewatch, I'm pretty sure is definitely donkeys. We'll have to see if the donkeys are also as upsetting as they were as kids, because they were terrifying. Because the kids are getting turned into donkeys, and they probably will never be turned back. Yep. So, we'll see. All right. So there we go. That's oh, God. After this, we have to watch fucking Dumbo, don't we? Yeah. Ugh. That was this week's episode of The Puppy and the Possum, the animated series. Look for our in-between episode on the history of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And then tune in next Wednesday when we discuss the 1940s Walt Disney film Pinocchio. We'll see you then. Bye.